This is Tuesday, October 26th. There's a story from tradition about Abraham, the man of faith, the man called God's friends. It seems that one day a man came into his camp. The man was on a journey, and as often the case, he needed care and assistance. Now in the ancient world, because people so often had to depend on the assistance of strangers, hospitality was considered of foremost importance. Such a man could not be turned away. He should be tended to and provided for and allowed to stay freely for as long as three days. But this was not an easy man. No sooner did Abraham invite the man into his tent than he became frustrated with him and impatient. Very quickly, Abraham asked the man to leave, to move on in his journey. Now the Lord became angry with Abraham and said to him, I have put up with you for a lifetime, and you could not care for this man for one day? I don't know if this actually happened this way, but, but it sure sounds like the Lord. And here's our text for today. It comes from Colossians 3.13 bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you must also forgive. Now here Paul is telling us how the new clothing we have in Christ impacts the way we relate to one another. In the body of Christ, the church, this is what the virtues we looked at yesterday, the new clothing, what it looks like when we wear this clothing, when we live it out. Now, our new clothing is not a set of ideas or concepts disconnected from real people and real challenges and problems. No, this is where love lives. These one another commands have been called reciprocal commands because those in Christ are to be doing these things with each other in community. They facilitate our life together and show forth the way of Jesus among us. Notice where Paul begins. Bearing with one another. Here is where grace begins with a brother or sister. It is granting that other person the freedom to be, to be different from who you are. Now the challenge here is that the autonomy of the other person collides with your freedom. That, may, that person may seem see life differently than you do. We have seen this during the pandemic. People have all sorts of different perspectives on what it means to stay safe, for example. Whether it means wearing a mask or getting the vaccine. (laughs) And no, I don't want to get into a debate about this. I want to say that bearing means allowing the other person to see things in a different way than you do. You must bear differences that could divide you. In his book entitled Life Together, German pastor Dietrich Bonhoeffer provides a whole section on the ministry of bearing. He shows that bearing is at the center of Jesus' own ministry. Jesus bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. He bore the cross on our behalf. His ministry for us was one of bearing with us. Here's Bonhoeffer speaking about this. He, the Christian, could get rid of this burden of bearing with his brother by refusing the other person his freedom, by constraining them, him, and thus doing violence to his personality, 
by stamping his own image upon him. But if he lets God create his image in him, he, by this token, gives him his freedom. The freedom of the other person includes all that we mean by a person's nature, individuality, endowment. It also includes his weaknesses, which are such a trial to our patience. Everything that produces frictions, conflicts, and collisions among us. Yes, Abraham learned that his guest that needed his care was not easy to deal with. This man was a pain. He dismissed him almost before he had the time to greet and welcome him. And this is what we're tempted to do with others. We see the oddities, the differences in opinions, and the weaknesses, and we've had enough. But this is not the way of God. Compassion and kindness, humility and meekness, bear with others as they're growing, as God is restoring his image in them. Now, it can be difficult to accept people where they are rather than where we want them to be. Bonhoeffer goes on to say this, The weak must not judge the strong. The strong must not despise the weak. The weak must guard against pride. The strong against indifference. None must seek his own rights. The one needs as much patience as the other. Yes, this is patience in real life. It means bearing with the weakness of others and even their sins. We come came to Jesus just as needy as that man who came to Abraham. We were a mess. But Jesus has received us. He's practiced the ministry of bearing. And this is where forgiveness is manifest. Not holding our sins against us. This is what Jesus teaches us to do with each other. This is why Paul follows this statement about bearing with the one about forgiveness. But let's stop here and apply this. We find it difficult to accept and love others that are in a different place in the same journey we're on. Or people that have personalities that irritate us. But it's precisely here we learn about Jesus and his great love and all that he's done for us. We see the patient endurance of Jesus with us. We see even more clearly his love and compassion. And he calls us to come and follow him in the way we relate to others. Let's pray together. Father God, we so easily become impatient with people. We're alert to every weakness and flaw. Give us eyes to see your steadfast love at work and hearts that bear with others in the same way that you have loved us in Christ. Instead, help us to break through to taking joy in others. For the sake of the gospel, we pray. Amen.